Welcome to another episode of The Common Man's Take on Sports with Kevin and Quentin. Um, we're going to start off with some MLB news. So I don't know if you noticed, but Mr. Shoni Otani just signed a $700 million contract for 10 years to move to the LA Dodgers. What do you think about that? That's just crazy. I think the Dodgers kind of overdid it, to be honest. Uh, overdid the contract. I mean, he's a really good player, but... I mean, I don't know how the Dodgers could really afford Well, they knew this, they were going to have much. to do something because they knew if they didn't offer him a ton of money, somebody else was. So they kind of... Uh, kind of had to. Well, unfortunately for them... And they knew that their margin for error to sign him was very small because <clears throat> they knew there were teams who could afford to pay him a lot. I think this is good and bad for them. It's good because the Dodgers are generally good, so now they got Otani, who they'll get his bat right away in his pitching a little bit later, but at the same time, like, are they going to be able to afford to pay anybody else? Yeah, because, um, yeah, like what I said, I don't know how the Dodgers afford him. And, I mean, they afford him now. They give him $700 million. How will they afford anyone else? So, Maybe they want to extend someone's contract. And, yeah, I agree. So, it's going to be really tough yeah. for them to be able to pay anybody else. That's going to be rough for them. But I'm sure the Dodgers have a plan. We'll see what they do going forward, but yeah, that's you know that's a record deal too. That's the largest deal in sports history, like sports across the board. Like that's the largest deal any player in any sport has ever signed for seven hundred million for ten years. Well, that's crazy. I don't. Uh, I mean, huh. let me check something here. I don't know if I, uh, yep, there we go. So, <clears throat> that is, $70 million a year. Wow. That's simple math, right? $70 million a year. That's crazy money. Wow. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. I know the Yankees and uh, Yamamoto are going to meet in L.A. this week. We'll see what comes of that. I know the Yankees are pushing really hard. Uh, he was on their list of must-get this year, right behind uh, Juan Soto, who they did get. So we'll see if they can close the deal for Yamamoto. They are making some... Uh, some moves as well as some other teams making some uh, small moves there. We'll see what comes out of the Yamamoto sweepstakes. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, there's some teams spending here. <clears throat> spending big. Yep. Um, to be honest, I really think that Yamamoto and the Yankees, I think he's going to join the Yankees. You think so? Yeah. But it's, it's definitely possible because they're definitely 
going after him. Yeah, they're going well, after him really hard. Yeah, they're they're very interested in him, so it's definitely, definitely possible. Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to get that out there. Let's move on to the um, in-season tournament for the NBA. So, I wasn't sure how I would like this because I honestly didn't think players would take it serious because everybody's goal is obviously to win the NBA championship, right? Raise that Larry O'Brien trophy. That's everybody's focus. However, the Lakers did bring home the first in-season tournament championship trophy. Um, I did feel like Anthony Davis might got it robbed of the MVP trophy, but that's okay. They gave it to LeBron, fair enough. Uh, but Anthony Davis owned that game end-to-end against the Pacers. They had no answer for him. He had 41 points, 20 rebounds, 4 blocks, and 5 assists. And I'm pretty sure there was a steal or two somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, but... To be honest with you, I watched a lot of those games, and so, to my surprise, those players were were playing hard. They took it serious. It was, like, even the Lakers-Pacers game, like, it was a good game beginning to end. Both teams were playing hard. Um, It was better than I expected. I, I really think that the players made this worthwhile. And I, this might actually catch on going forward. You know, I expected this to be a good game from beginning to end. Because you got the Pacers. Um, mm-hmm. Tyrese Halliburton coming off a really good game against the Bucks, um, And you got the Lakers coming off a, a destroy against the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought this would be a really good game. Both teams played really tough, and I, I knew this would happen. This was, I knew the Lakers would win. I knew the Pacers would fight hard, with the Lakers. So I expected this. Okay. Um, <clears throat> LeBron James followed up with twenty-four points, two steals, four assists, and eleven rebounds. D'Angelo Russell had 13. Uh, uh, Austin Reeves had 28 off the bench. And then when you look at the Pacers, the, the game ended 123-109. It was single elimination. So whoever won the one and only game won the trophy. The quarterfinals and semifinals were all single elimination games. And the finals, single, single elimination. So Halliburton... <clears throat> kind of got shut down in the first half, but in the second half he came out swinging, and he had 20 points, 11 assists, and one steal and one block. Uh, Toppin had 13, Miles Turner had 10. Obviously he lost that battle with Anthony Davis. Uh, Matherin had 20. Nesmith, Nesmith had a good game too. He had 15. Jackson had 10. McConnell had 8. Um, so, all in all, it was a good game. 
I think all the games were good games. You could tell the players were actually interested, um, and they were they were invested. And I think that that's a good sign that the players were invested in the game. Because you always want the players to be invested. Because when the players are invested, the fans are invested. Because that means you put forth a good product, and you know the fans like to watch those kind of competitive games. So I was impressed by it. I, I really think uh, I actually hope they do it again next year. I hope this catches on, and I hope they do it again next year. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I really enjoyed um, catching on to some of the games, and uh, I, I I agree with you. I hope they do this next year. This is turning out to be to, to be going really good. Yep. Now that's over, the NBA will go back to their regular scheduled games. Um, just to for an update here. So the Lakers' win streak in that game actually improved their standings because the games count towards the regular season. Just the stats don't, but the games do. So <laughs> the Lakers have now moved up in the standings since that. Uh, since that tournament, in-season tournament. And so they have now, they went from uh, like 10th place to 5th. I think at the beginning of the year they were in like 12th or 11th. And so now they're up to 5th place with a 14-9 and nine record, which is the same record as the Nuggets have at 14-9. and nine. So, you know, that's pretty good. You know, the Thunder... Or the Timberwolves still winning seventeen and four, Thunder fourteen and seven, Mavericks thirteen and eight, Nuggets fourteen and nine, Lakers fourteen and nine, Kings twelve and eight, Suns twelve and ten, Rockets ten and nine, and then you got your Clippers at eleven and ten, and your Pelicans at twelve and eleven. So you know, pretty good. In the East, you still got your Celtics as number one, Magic is still number two. Um, very very surprising, but they are they're playing really well. They played some really good games. Bucks are number three at fifteen and seven. Sixers are number four at fourteen and seven. Pacers are twelve and eight. Cavaliers thirteen and nine. Knicks twelve and nine. Nets twelve and nine. The Heat twelve and ten. And your Hawks got the tenth spot at nine and twelve. So we'll see how the rest of the season goes for the Christmas break. I'm excited to see some of those Christmas Day games. It's the uh, Celtics and Lakers and the uh, Warriors. And I can't remember the team they're playing, but I think it might be the Nuggets. But I believe it is the Nuggets. And I, I, that should be a really, really, both games should be really good games. Mm -hmm, it's the Nuggets. I thought it was the Nuggets. So yeah, Warriors and Nuggets and Celtics and Lakers. Celtics and Lakers is always a good game. So excited for that. Let's uh, switch gears a little bit here. Let's talk about the Heisman. So what did I tell you a couple of days ago, right? It would be a travesty. A absolute travesty if they did not give 
the Heisman Trophy to Jaden Daniels. And who won the Heisman? Jaden Daniels. Yes, as he should have. He absolutely was the best player in college football this year, hands down. I'm sorry, but he was. He was the best quarterback. He might not have been on the best team, but he was the best quarterback of them all. Um, he put his team on his back many nights and won some of those games with his legs in his arm. His defense failed him a couple of times, so he had to take the game in his own hands. LSU, time and time again, put the ball in his hands when they needed something, and he delivered most nights. So um, I think that they got it right. They gave the Heisman to the right person. Jan Daniels absolutely deserved it. Um, his stats stood for themselves. He had he finished the season with um, forty passing touchdowns, ten rushing touchdowns. He finished the season throwing for like thirty-eight hundred yards and rushing for another twelve hundred. Um, he was clearly the best. No, no other quarterback came close to those stats. He was clearly the best quarterback in college football this year, but not just the best quarterback. He was clearly the best player in college football this year. So he absolutely deserved that award, and I think they gave it to the right person. What do you think? I agree with you. You know, I thought Jane Daniels would win the Heisman because um, these stats have not been recorded ever since Lamar Jackson played in 2016. Um, You're right. He falls in the same category as, as um, Lamar Jackson. Uh, Cam Newton. Michael Vick. Yep, Michael Vick. Uh, uh, Johnny Manziel for Texas A&M. Like, they all had the same type of season and, and, you know, running and throwing the football. Absolutely, they, yes, I agree with you there. Like, he definitely, you, we haven't seen anything like that since Lamar Jackson. Not, not a quarterback who can move like that. Um, and definitely put a team on his back and rush for a thousand yards like that. I agree yeah. with you there for sure. Yeah, I think Daniels would be top five pick in the draft because of what he's been putting up. Absolutely. And I think that he's really a really really good player. Absolutely, I, I fully I agree with you. I fully believe that he moved himself up the the draft board with the season he's had this year. It, it's been an incredible ride for him at LSU. Um, I have no doubt he'll be leaving LSU. He's not going to stay. It's he's it's been um, outstanding for him, and he he deserves to move up the draft board. Yeah, ever since he transferred to LSU, he just mm-hmm. he's just been a great QB there, and I think uh, he really fits at LSU. Yep, I agree with you there. <laughs> Absolutely agree with that. I'm looking at. Uh, some of these bowl games I'm actually ready to watch some of these bowl games Uh, we watched the Army Navy game as a uh, former Army vet I uh, was happy to see the Army pull it out at the end they got that stop on the one yard line to end the game and win the game Um, 
that was great. I'm happy for the Army. Uh, even though I'm a Michigan fan, I, I served a combat vet. I always like to keep the tabs on the Army, see how they do. I'm glad. So with that win, they won the Governor's Cup because they beat the Air Force earlier this year. And they just beat the Navy. So the Air Force has to bring them the Governor's Cup. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I think it's always great when they win the Governor's Cup. Yeah, I mean that was an intense game too. Oh yeah. Army kind of came out to a large lead, but then Navy came storming back. And yeah, it was it was so close for that one yard line stop, that goal line stand, so close. Yeah, I mean, at one point, Army was leading 17-3. Then Navy came back, but just could not seal the win. Yep. The only reason why they scored the 11 was because the Army, at the end of the game, when they got the goal line stand, there was three seconds left, and just so they didn't turn the ball over, uh, they hiked it in the end zone. He ran those three seconds off the clock and stepped out of the back of the end zone for a safety to give the Navy two points in the, end of the game. So, uh, <clears throat> love that game. Always try to watch it. Always root for the Army throughout the season. Uh, <clears throat> looking at some of these bowl games here coming up, um, I think I will definitely have a look at some of these. They start December the 16th, next Saturday. No, not next. Yeah, yes, it's next, next Saturday. Next Saturday, so we'll see those. Um, just kind of scrolling through here. I think uh, some of the ones I'm interested in watching are, uh, I think uh, Utah Northwestern, I think that'll be a good one. I'll, I'll definitely watch that one. Uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech and Tulane might be a good one. North Carolina and West Virginia. Uh, I'm definitely going to watch Louisville and USC. I'm actually interested to see how that turns out. I'm not sure who's going to win that one. I think USC has a great chance of winning it, but we'll see. I think Louisville's going to win that one because, you see, Caleb Williams is not going to play in that bowl game. Lincoln Riley will not be there. Oh, really? Yep. Well, you're right. Uh, Louisville's defense, ago. they probably do have a great chance of uh, winning that game. Hmm. Yeah, so you got a star QB probably declaring for the draft. And you got Lincoln Riley. No idea what he's doing. Yeah. Well, you got... Uh, Rutgers in Miami, actually, I'll, I'll probably watch that one. I think that's going to be a good one. Um, Arizona, Oklahoma, I'll probably watch that one. Arizona's played really good this year. I think Arizona, Oklahoma will be a good one. North Carolina State, Kansas State, that'll be a good one. I'm actually interested in this Clemson-Kentucky game. I think Clemson will win it, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. Yeah, um, I'm kind of excited for this game because, you know, you got um, Clemson who does not have Bo Collins, which is probably Kay Kolopnik's favorite target. So, 
Uh, it might be a good game. Again, you have Kentucky uh, has had success throughout the season with their running game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this one might be tough. But I think Clemson's going to pull out with the win. Another interesting one I think I'm going to watch is Missouri and Ohio State. He's seen Kyle McCord hit the transfer puller along with Julian Fleming and several other important players. So I, I think that Missouri might actually have a chance to win this game and beat Ohio State because I don't think Marvin Harrison Jr. is playing either. Oh, no, he's undecided. Last so, time I checked. So, yeah, so he's draft. either going to enter the draft or he's going to enter the transfer portal. But either way, he will not be coming back to Ohio State next year. That's yeah. interesting. That's interesting. I know that him and Kyle McCord had a pretty close relationship, so that might be why some of that's going on. I'm interested in the Auburn-Maryland game because this one will tell me a little bit about the Alabama-Michigan game because both teams struggled with both of these teams. Alabama struggled with Auburn. Michigan struggled with Maryland um, a couple weeks ago. So I'd like to see how this game shakes out. I think Maryland's going to win, but I'm not 100% sure. And I'm not sure who all's sitting out for Maryland and Auburn either. So we'll see how that goes. Ole Miss and Penn State. I'll probably catch a little bit of that one too. Um, I actually want to watch the Georgia-Florida State game. And then obviously on the first, I'll watch LSU and Wisconsin. And then Alabama and Michigan, of course, for obvious reasons. I'm watching that one. And then Texas and Washington. I think later this week we'll do a breakdown of who we think is going to win the bowl games. Um, we'll, we'll do some research and some studying and we'll tell you guys who we think is going to win those bowl games and then we'll see what happens. Um, you got anything else you want to bring up? No. Alright. That'll do it for our show today. We thank you guys for listening and watching don't forget podcasts we we're on every platform and then we have a youtube channel if you guys don't like listening to podcasts you can go to youtube watch our videos on youtube we thank everybody who watches and listens we hope you continue to we hope you subscribe and we thank you and have a good night